The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Sex Panther, what's going on? Oh, another day that I get the two chair. And, uh, you know, we miss Max when, when he's gone. Max is, in my opinion, the guy's a Hall of Famer. But it, we've been so blessed with some of these other degenerates that we brought onto the staff that going from one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer, just not that big of a deal, right? What's going on, Phil? Ah, gee whiz. I'm like blushing already this morning. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, Panther, you are you are just a, a fantastic human being for, for lying to the people like that about me. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> it's true, though, really. We have some really top-tier people that can join us if Max is out or Panther's out. You know, we've got just, just geniuses, and we also have Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle is... Uh, little rough around the edges but but we love him we love him he is uh he's a wild card that's for sure <laughs> sex panther you were kind of making a joke i know you were you were kind of talking about something else too do you want to you want to address it uh, you know i just i'm trying to become this master of transitions you know mac max has complimented me a few times thought we'd hit it here you guys have probably seen the story you saw it last week Devonte adams made a reference to going from a Hall of Fame quarterback and Aaron Rodgers to Hall of Fame quarterback and Derek Carr. And uh, so Aaron Rodgers thought he'd have a little fun at Devontae's expense press conference after practice, talking about, you know, throwing from one Hall of Famer, Devontae Adams, to his current Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, I, shit, I just drew a freaking blank. Alan Lazard. Um, Alan Lazard. Household, I listen. I, I'm probably going to draft him in my fantasy league because uh, I do expect there to be big things. But uh, yeah, the, the little Cameron Poe having some fun at uh, Devontae's expense, and then he then he kind of pokes the bear with the Packers. Like you know, well, we're we're a defensive team now. So, <laughs> Bill, the Packers a defensive team now. I mean, kinda. That that defense has gotten really, really good, um, and it, it's kind of one of those weird years where the the defense has caught up with the offense. Um, and I, I, I think you're right. I think Lazard does have some fantasy value this year. Um, Cause he's going to be, he's going to be the guy the the targets have to go somewhere. So I, I think they're probably split between he and um, I, I think Aaron Jones picks up a lot of targets in the uh, out of the backfield. So yeah, I mean, I like that defense and I I'm, I'm kind of high on the Packers this year. Really defensively. You're high on the Packers. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think the offense is going to take a huge step back because I think you know Aaron Rodgers at his peak can can carry a team. So I mean, as long as he's healthy, the 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 engine should run. They're gonna the games will be a little bit closer. You think? Or you still think? Yeah, the, you think the offense is not even going to miss a step? You think it's going to be the same high performing, really scary regular season offense? Yeah, because honestly, I mean, we've seen we've seen it with with the greats. 
uh, Tom Brady makes a whole bunch of nobodies into a pretty scary machine. Uh, Aaron Rodgers can do the same. I, I think there are several guys that can elevate those around them. And I, I think Rodgers is one of those guys. You know, I actually agree. I, I was going to reference Tom Brady. Peyton Manning took names that we didn't know. Uh, you know, Marvin Harrison and T.Y. Hilton and, and those, you know, Reggie Wayne. He, he turned those guys into freaking Hall of Famers. Um, I don't know that the Packers miss a beat here. I think the offense is the offense. They run what they run. And those guys are going to have to step up. I think the big question, Mark, I don't even know the answer. Can anybody tell me, did they replace Mason Crosby? Because that that dude cost them some games last year. I'm looking at their roster right now. Looks like he's still on the roster. And he's still listed as being on the roster. Boy, that's not – you didn't learn anything from that lesson. Look, I, I think part of the – Rodgers poking the bear was they did use their first two picks in the draft on defensive players. Um, they got some more defensive help on that side. They were already really good. And not to mention you get to play Detroit and Chicago twice. There's, there's four wins right there. I know some people are a little bit higher on Detroit than I am, but uh, yeah, I don't think the Packers regress very much. Maybe they're not a 13, 14 win team like they have been, but I would still expect them to be, an 11 or 12 win team this year. I don't want to dip too much into what out of bounds does, but how much is a Minnesota Vikings team, a threat to the Packers, Phil? I would say not much, not much. I, I, I honestly think the lions are, are on the come up here, but um, yeah. So who, who knows, man, this is going to be a great division to watch because, you know, up top we have, you know, the three teams that'll probably be duking it out, the Lions on the come up. And we also have Bears worst team in the NFL bets. So I mean, this this is definitely a division we're gonna be watching. And it looks like the Packers did sign a rookie kicker out of Oklahoma, Gabe Burkich. Not a lot of not a lot of vowels in that name, but uh he's on the roster too. That's good. You want weird last names for your kickers, right? They should have been a soccer player. Yeah, th- this guy definitely they probably call him the toe in the locker room. He's he's very European with that name. Probably, probably be the first woman in, in the NFL will be a, a field goal kicker, a kicker, because uh, you look, if they can kick it through the uprights, I'm all about it. Whoever can put it through the uprights, just be consistent. That's what Crosby's problem has been. But, uh, you know, on your question about Minnesota, I'm, you know, no, no spoilers here, really, but I'm going to be a lot higher on Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a threat to Green Bay this year. Addition by subtraction, I had been killing Zimmer for the last two years. I, I probably would have been a little bit lighter on it had I known. I don't know who, you know, wisened me up in the book club, but whatever supermodel that was, holy shit, no wonder the guy was distracted. Apologies, um, Zimmer. I, I get it. You want to go home. But um, I, listen, I think the Vikings, there's just too much offensive talent. A lot of it has been their defense. They just got to get to mediocre. Just don't suck. Just don't be as bad as you've been. Get to mediocre. And that's a 10 and 11 women uh, win team. So I think the Vikings actually are going to be a threat to Green Bay this year. You're making a case for the Packers, you know, not being maybe they'll still win the division most likely, but maybe not, you know, winning all the games. If if the Vikings are good, I think that I really think Detroit's on, on the uh, the upswing here and oh, the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams, hopefully the worst team in the NFL. Oh, that that'll just be an awesome ticket to cash. What do we have? 14 to one? Yeah, I think that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good one.
Right. Is that the highest one? Is that is that what the Vegas has the worst team in football? No, it wasn't. I don't remember who it was now off the top of my head. Could be Atlanta. Oh yeah, Atlanta's sure. got to be in the conversation. I can load that up, but it'll take a minute because uh, yeah, it's just it's tough to find that prop bet. Um, want to talk about anything else, Panther? You want to talk about people that might get vaccinated? <laughs> Oh, you know, how convenient, right? You're, you're, you're with the Kansas City Royals. You're not going anywhere. You decide you're not going to play a series in Toronto. But now you're traded to the Yankees, talking about one Andrew Ben attendee. Um, maybe he's okay with maybe getting vaccinated here. You only need it for the Toronto series. And I don't know how many more times they got across the border. But, look, winning changes things. And I – we were kind of joking around in the book club. I give Kyrie lots of lots of props. Uh, not a lot. We're on the court. Not a lot in the locker room. But when you're going to make a stand, you make that stand. You, you, Kyrie made that stand. He took a moral, you know, stance on on the vaccine and said, "I'm not going to do it." And he stood his ground. Looks like being attending, maybe not so much. Being on a legitimate World Series contender get him to change his tune but i think kansas city did well here they got what they needed their pitching has been very subpar they got three uh pitchers down in the minors prospects and for a guy that they weren't going to bring back anyway i kind of like this play for the royals but um be an attendee like be a man just gonna make a stand stand your ground yeah it looks like um there's been reports that he is confirmed going to get the vaccination uh, and the trade's final, so the Yankees must think that that's true. So um, I think both teams win here, like just on paper. Uh, you know, the Royals, like you said, they got three young pitchers. Who knows what they turn into? But Ben Attendee wasn't coming back, and the Yankees get a nice bat. So, um, man, the Yankees, the rich got richer. It's it's pretty crazy. That that lineup is stacked. It makes them so much wow. better, right? It, well, listen. It it does because Joey Gallo, uh, I saw this stat today. Digest this. Aaron Judge has more home runs than Joey Gallo has hits. Joey, <laughs> Joey, Gallo's, Joey Gallo's been an absolute nightmare. And so much so that they've been trucking 38-year-old Matt Carpenter out there. So, yeah, this was, a, this was actually a need. You'd like to think the Yankees didn't have any needs, but they did need an outfielder. So I think this was an absolute must for the Yankees. He's batting 161. I'm looking at it right now. That, that's absurd. <laughs> He's got 103 strikeouts and 230 at-bats. That's unbelievable. Yeah, he- I mean, he was a joke in Texas with his strikeouts and his batting average, but he's taking it to a whole new level. Good Lord. Well, we had talked about it at length, you know, multiple times that the Yankees were regressing. Is, does, this put a, does this put a cork in the leak? Does this stop the Yankees kind of hemorrhaging a little bit here? You think this is going to get them back on track? No, I think it stabilizes their offense, but part of their problem, the regression has been their pitching. Um, Cortez has regressed. Serian, uh, Severino has uh, gone to the IL. And uh, Italian and um, gosh, Montgomery, I mean, those are nice four or five pitchers, but they're, they're not ace pitchers. So outside of, you know, just the, the staff ace, they're – They've got some question marks in pitching, and I, I don't think the Yankees are done. I think they're going to have to go out there and find you know more starting pitching to shore up 
and because I think they got exposed here a little bit in that, that short series with the Mets. And uh, since the All-Star break and even before the All-Star break, they were regressing. They're, it looks like they may end up finishing with a losing record in July. So, no, I don't think the, all the questions have been answered for the Yankees. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I definitely think they're going to be looking for another arm before the deadline here. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe um, uh, what's his name, Castillo from the Reds, you know, that might be a nice fit. Um, but who knows? But the Yankees are definitely going to be shopping. Yeah, Castillo and Mail are both out there. I know, I know the Reds are definitely looking for some more prospects. So um, those two guys are definitely out there. And there's, there's, pitching is going to be the name of the game. People are looking for arms. And um, so you're, I, Noah Syndergaard is another guy that would most likely get dealt. It's changing a little bit. Were people looking for bats going into last? Wasn't that your theory that people were looking for bats last season? Yeah, and I think a lot of that had to do with the sticky tack and the, the midseason bullshit that Major League Baseball did with with the pitchers. You weren't really sure what to expect, but now they they played half a you know half of last year, first half of this year. I think you know who you have and who you don't have. Um, so the big name pitchers are going to be gone after, and maybe some some bats. But I think the name of the game this year is going to be pitching and maybe some bullpen help. Interesting. It's a new era. Oh, it looks like Houston. Oh, by the way, Houston was the, the number one for the worst record in the NFL. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. There are some really bad teams in the NFL this year. <laughs> yeah, there are. There's, there's, I think there's probably like five or six. You could probably just take that plus line on all of them and it, it, probably just eke out a small profit. Um, let's see. Why are we? Well, let's take a let's take a break. Does anyone want to do a live read, or should I just talk to the people? Talk to the people. All right. So I'm driving. Talk to the people. Okay. So this is the moment in the show where we're going to put a little marker there, and it's going to say, if advertisers value you based on the data they have, your location, your age, your gender, because your phone knows everything. If Madison Avenue values you, you're going to hear a commercial here in just a second. If you don't, then advertisers don't care about you. Isn't that horrible? Here we go. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. All right. Maybe you heard a commercial, maybe you didn't, but you know you're valued now to those New York elites, right? 
There's big buildings on the New York skyline. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Baseball time. Sex Panther, what are we doing, Mr. 6-0? and uh, 6-0 and yesterday. You know, we, I listen, the one thing we do that a lot of other like podcasts and, and sports bettors are, are guilty of, really guilty of, is we broadcast our, our losses. Like when I have a bad day, I'll tell you, I had a bad day. So I don't feel bad when I take a victory lap off a good day. And yesterday was a really good day. Today's not that great. I've got three games. Let's start with those Philadelphia Phillies going down to Pittsburgh. Phillies are starting to right the ship. They're pitching better. The hitting's, you know, getting getting the power from the guys that you expect to get the power from. I mean, good Lord, look at Kyle Schwarber. I'm sure, Phil, you're a Phillies fan, so you know. Schwarber up there in home runs, but he's nursing like a Joey Gallo-esque type batting average. But they're going to go against uh, a Pittsburgh team just sometimes they give you flashes. You think the young talent might do then and then they regress they go in and get bitch slapped by a team like the cubs which is great because i was on the cubs i think he get bitch slapped again today we got zach wheeler on the mound for the Phils. zach thompson for pittsburgh listen i loved zach thompson in miami i think that's why pittsburgh went and got him but he has not been that great this year for the pirates which means i got a run line to get any value here so let's put a little run line on the fighting Phils and do it for 13 dollars Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Phillies as well. Um and I like uh the the matchup, the Wheeler matchup. So uh for me to get a little bit of value, um I am taking the uh Phillies and then I'm parlaying that with Zach Wheeler over five and a half strikeouts and that gets me to plus 115. So um kind of kind of in the same boat as you Panther. Wow. Look at you to agreeing hand in hand. Man, at the plus 170, I absolutely, do it. I, I, I absolutely agree that the Phillies should win the game. But a plus 170, I'm going to lean the Pirates. I'm not betting it, but that's a solid lean. The, the, I, once again, I, 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 I go to the who are the Phillies really minus 186, minus 200 against in reality? Nobody. So lean the Pirates. Gross. Obviously, Phil and I agree, because that's why we're trying to find some value somewhere. Uh, Next game up, two teams going in opposite directions. Cleveland is in Boston. Cleveland, you know, looks like they're going to give that Central a fight. Boston, who looked like they were going to be do something in June, looks like they might be packing it in here in July. I don't know if they're going to be buyers, sellers, or just go with status quo, but it's a team that's not playing really well. You know, Max has been talking about one Tristan McKenzie. This guy, I, you know, I, to me, he was kind of like a mediocre pitcher, but he's above mediocre. Now he's sporting a 3.11 ERA going against a Boston lineup that, that's very um, strike-outable. Is that a word? But I, I don't like Boston, and I feel like I'm getting a ton of value here with these Gardenians. So let's put another $13 on the team formerly known as the Tribe. Again, I'm I'm with you. I don't know if you're looking at my my same sheet or what here, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurry to back McKenzie here. He's three and zero in July with a .034 ERA, um, and that's over 26 innings. So I mean, this guy is really starting to put it together. Hitters are batting 146 against him this month, and like you said, it looks like Boston is just packing it in. Um, so I like the Guardians today on the road. I think we're getting a good number. I'm seeing minus 118, something like that. Yeah, so I'm I'm in on the Guardians. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning the Guardians. I, I, I've been riding them hard. I'm going to take a day off. I'm just going to hang back and just uh just just watch this one. 
punch that one out. All right, last game up for me. Only three today. You would maybe this is the answer for for teams, you know, quitting midseason or packing it in for draft picks, right? Do what baseball does and have the draft in the middle of the season, because then you get teams like the Cubs who don't pack it in. They've already had their draft, and now they come back from the All Star break and they've won five in a row. Where they're going to San Francisco, and they are zero and seven since the All Star break. They've got swept in their first two series. Now the Cubs come to town, and look, I like me some Joey Steele. I think this is a good pitcher. Just you know, waiting for the offense to catch up. The Cubs aren't as bad of a team as as we probably thought they were going to be, but San Francisco is regressing, and they're regressing hard. They're going to throw Alex Wood out there, and usually I like me some Alan Wood or Alex Wood, but not the way that Giants' offense is performing. They're not hitting the ball. They're not getting good wood on the ball, if you will. And uh, so I'm going to take that plus 120 line on the Cubbies here for 13 bucks. Yeah, I'll give you moral support there. Um, I'm, I'm happy to fade the Giants. They really screwed me yesterday. FanDuel put out a a boost and uh yeah so the giants did not cover the they got plus one and a half in this boost as as the last leg and they uh they went ahead and screwed that up so i am mad at the giants so i'll take the cubs with you yeah i'm gonna jump on the cubs with you too i think there's tons of value there i i still think the giants should win the game but not not uh not at minus 140 i think all the values on the cubs i agree so give me the cubbies for 13 bucks as someone who doesn't get boosts that often or ever, uh, especially with the books I use, because they don't offer boosts. Um, hey, I mean, you're Canadian. How often do boosts actually hit? It seems like when you scroll through Twitter, it's always the boost trap. They give you, you know, I don't see boosts hitting that often. Do they Do they really hit that often? Uh, no, but, um, you know, you can pick your spots. This one, uh, promo guy on Twitter had calculated it 39% um, plus EV. So, I mean, stuff like that. I didn't have a horse in a race but you have to take it. I mean, 39% is, is wild. So, um, did not hit, missed it, but would bet again, just not with the giants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's all, all right. I've got. Phil, what'd you bring to the table? Nice. I I've got just a couple of leans here, not, not real plays, but I, I was kind of looking at the tigers. Um, I like fading the Japanese guy. I cannot pronounce his name. Um, but Johnny. getting a, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Um, so getting about plus what one eighty on that arch? What are you what are you seeing? One ninety. Yeah, can't can't uh ignore the value on that game. Yeah. And um well, let's talk about it for a second. I like that play. Yeah, sure. It's almost a bet. It's damn near a bet at the plus one ninety. It's telling me to, you know to, to to lean the tigers pretty hard, but it's not quite there, which you know, in book club parlance, which means Phil's gonna end up betting the Tigers when he bets every yep. single game. Yeah. I bet the board every day. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Panther, you got to so, read for this one? I'm right, right? It's the Tigers and the Angels? Blue Jays. Oh, Kikuchi. Kikuchi's on the mound. There he is. Kikuchi. Kikuchi man. Yeah, no. I... I, this is unbettable. The, Toronto is so freaking bipolar, and Kikuchi is part of the reason I think Toronto is going to be buyers at the deadline looking for some starting pitching. Uh, him and, I mean, Berrios has pitched much better, but Kikuchi has been an absolute nightmare for him. Um, I, Detroit, if they could ever generate some freaking runs, I could get behind them, but I don't know if there's a plus line big enough for me to take a flyer on the Tigers. So I'll just lean Toronto here. 
my last lean, I'm just kind of waiting on the Marlins to announce a pitcher, but I, I like the Reds today with uh, Ashcraft on the mounds. So um, I just, I don't like the looks of the, the Marlins lineup waiting on a pitcher, but I think I'll be on the Reds. Yeah, no, no line. And uh, look, I hit that twice. Hit the Reds twice with Castillo and, and Maul. So um, no, I'm, I'm bailing on this series, but um yeah, I'd lean the Reds, man. They're they're really playing some pretty good baseball right now. The line is just now coming in that I see. It's plus one twenty for the Marlins, minus one thirty for the Reds. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a buyer at that price. I think so too. I think minus. Wow, it's gotten smaller. It opened at one thirty nine and it instantly shot down to minus one thirty. Hmm, interesting. Have the fish put a pitcher out there yet? Yeah, I'm seeing TBD. Whoever that is. Maybe they just felt like they had to put a line out there. Who knows? <laughs> yep, but that that wraps me up. All right. Um, let's look at this Rays Orioles game because I'm I'm leaning the Rays pretty hard, and way the line shift is looking like it's going, maybe that is the play. Panther, did you have a feel for the Rays and Orioles? Uh, remind me of the pitching matchup was that Rasmussen? Let me look that up. I close. I think that. it was Rasmussen pitching. Yarborough. Today. Oh, Yarborough. I mean, I could I could be talked into the Orioles here because they've been playing pretty good. They can hit the ball, probably hit the ball better than the Rays, honestly. But um, it would just depend on the line. If I tell you, if you if I can get the Orioles at around a plus one thirty five, plus one forty, I could probably be talked into it. You're about fifty five cents off. <laughs> it's yep. minus one fifteen for the Orioles, minus one hundred two Rays. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't touch the game. Uh, Phil, did you have an inkling in this one? Uh, no, but I know the Orioles looked real bad in extras last night. They did. All right. But I'll just bet whatever you say to bet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're doing that over on the book club. I post uh, I post the entire card, what I think are the best games, the worst games, and everything in between. And Phil bets them all, even the worst games, the ones I say you probably shouldn't bet. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you say they're the, uh, the D-Gen trash shit pile or whatever you call them, and yes. I'm... That's where I like to play. That's where you eat, man. That's where you live. That's where I eat. <laughs> I, I love when he does that after we've done the podcast, because after I've made a play and then he does his little dog shit pile, and that's usually one of my plays. <laughs> well, you know, it looks at how much you actually have to pay to get that team, and you don't care about that kind of thing. You just... Hey, a win's a win, man. <laughs> Iceberg is here. Red Sox and Seattle, both plus one and a half, or chicken shitting both of them. Uh, that Seattle game is, is interesting. The Astros, we kind of talked about it yesterday on the podcast. They fucking managed to get swept by the athletics. It's goddamn embarrassing. Um, but they get to go home here against Seattle. You're quitty on the mound. I, I think it's a, a real toss up with the, uh, the pitching matchup, but, um, that, that was a game I was going to avoid the plus one and a half does make sense for Seattle. Yeah, I mean, it's minus 175, so it, it should make sense, at, you know, plus one and a half. But uh, you get Gilbert out there, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I pass. Uh, it's uh, Underdog Thursday, according to uh, Iceberg here. Un- take the underdogs. The Cubs will come well, today also. Yeah, you know, to that point, though, one of the things I always talk about is on Thursdays, particularly the early games, I mean, it's travel day, right? So um, you got to look at who's in the lineup and, and who's not in the lineup. And for me, those things definitely matter. Thursdays are, are actually tough days to bet because you really don't know who's playing and who's not playing. All right. 
Uh, Houston is a game time decision. We'll have to see how much money hit them by game time. Uh, Detroit is tricky, but I like the Tigers. Attaboy, Iceberg. It's tempting. Boy, what is it? It's so tempting with that number, that plus 192. Mm. It's a 200. You're on it. 200. Arch is on it. <laughs> I may already be on it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, just the Boston. Uh, something. Oh, that's me, Iceberg. He said, what's knocking the mics? I keep bump brush. For some reason, I am. It's, it's in a bad spot. I keep seeming to bump my mic today. So I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. It's just not where it should be, I think. Or maybe I'm not where I should be. Maybe it's all the recreational drugs messing with your depth perception. It could be. It could be. But mm-hmm. you know what? It's worth it. Oh, that's a good trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care about that. What did we talk about today? We talked about uh, the, the Yankees making a trade for a Royal. Good luck with all that. And we talked about the Packers. Where are they going to finish? They'll probably finish first in the division. But are the Vikings and the, and the Lions, almost said Tigers, are the Lions any kind of threat to them? That's a real problem, you know, when I'm doing, uh, when, I, when I'm transitioning from NFL, or transitioning to NFL from MLB, when I see uh, AIR, Arizona, I always type in Diamondbacks. It takes me a while before I get to the Cardinals, you know, it just takes a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, boy, it takes a, it takes a while. So, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. I've been working on NFL numbers, so this will be, be fun. I can't wait. And we're going to have Phil and Kyle talking NFL, too, on Out of Bounds. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be bringing the NFC East heat tonight. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's a division everyone wants to know about. This is going to be shooting oh, on Dak for an hour, right? Yeah, and Kyle loves talking about the Eagles, so this will oh, probably be boy. a really long episode. Oh, yeah. This will be the most homerism episode ever. <laughs> you can you can always edit, Bill. You can just trim those little boxes in Adobe Audition when <laughs> Kyle's talking. Yeah, I'll just hit the mute button. Oh, there you go. All right. Phil, any final thoughts? Uh, no, man. I just appreciate you having me on. Um, really love doing the, the Daily Show. Love hanging out with Panther. And my pick for the parlay is the Guardians. The Guardians. Arch, what well, are you taking? I only bet one officially. So give me the Cubbies. You got the Cubbies? You got that shit. It's going to be a Panther parlay because I was on both of those and the only one left for me is the Fighting Phils. So it, it, the DJ parlay is actually a Panther parlay. We're going with the Phillies, the Guardians, and the Cubbies. That is your DJ parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter. But mostly, it is the book club. You guys, hey, DJ's on the book club. You got to let us know what commercials you heard today. And you guys, when we don't have a live read, let us know. What, what you're hearing. It's always interesting to see what kind of commercials are out there across the land. But you guys can give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.